0: Welcome to Locally Sourced Joey, the podcast about anything and everything. Happy New Year! It's the first podcast of the new year. Very exciting. Thank you so much for listening. Locally Sourced Joey grew so much last year. Uh, It's pretty fantastic. And always love, if you can help spread the word, you can do so by leaving a review on iTunes, subscribing on Podbean, just telling your friends, posting about it, be like, hey, this guy Joey, he uh, talks to people and sometimes. Uh, he says something interesting all the time. They say something interesting. It's always good. So appreciate any help you can do there. Speaking of interesting people, joined today by Faye Wolf, who has become Los Angeles' most in-demand professional organizer. Her book, New Order, a decluttering handbook for creative folks and everyone else, comes out January 12th. And Wolf has worked with everyone from Hollywood celebrities to school teachers to visual artists and work-from-home parents to help them basically achieve a simpler life by organizing their life and getting rid of their clutter. And as someone who has about 6,000 things uh, scattered about his house, I definitely appreciated talking with Faye and getting some tips on how to organize things a little bit better. Faye is also an accomplished musician, actress, uh, does a lot of work in the LGBTQ community and helping out homeless in Los Angeles. So uh, she basically does everything. And I took some time to chat with her. And since how my New Year was a uh, terrible mess of just being sick on the couch, hopefully FaZe was a little bit better. But let's check in and see how it was. So how was your New Year's? Hopefully better than that.
1: Um. It was all right. It was mellow, you know, book launch period. So I just sort of said no to a lot of things and, and, and kept it real quiet.
0: That's probably a wise idea. I feel like New Year's yeah. is probably one of the the most like disappointing holidays. Like you, it always, is. you always always play it up so much and then it's like people are like, Yeah, I found this great deal, it's two hundred dollars for this bar downtown <laughs> and I'm like, That still sounds horrible but
1: Yeah, that sounds that awful.
0: But thank you. So your book comes out next week, correct? It
1: does.
0: What's what's that like? What's the week before a book launch?
1: Um well, uh, it's yeah, it feels weird. I don't I, I don't know. I've never I've never done it before, so it it's it's a strange feeling of it's like busyness but I'm sort of in my house doing the busy and it's sort of connected because of social media and emails and all that but it's also still very you know not lonely but alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing you know it's different than like opening a play and like everyone just like you you have to go like do you have to do the play but like releasing a book is like all of a sudden it, it'll ship to you and so there's not like this like active performing the the sort of thing mm-hmm. which is you know I guess what I've been used to in the past so it's 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 kind of surreal and cool and I'm excited and scared and all the all the emotions that one would feel
0: <laughs> fair, <laughs> enough, fair enough right um <laughs> so how I would love to know just how did you kind of get into this world of helping people organize their lives
1: sure um, so about 10 years ago, uh, my father passed away at the end of 2005, uh, after a long and, 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 amazing life, uh, and, you know, we were close and it, it was a, it was a sort of a wake up moment for me where, you know, thankfully I had been doing pretty much what I wanted in life, but after he died, I kind of realized that I could really do anything in my life. I didn't really get that message before. Um, so it just felt really right that I wanted to then work for myself. Um, I was you know, waiting tables at the time and that's just not something that felt like it had a long life in it for me. Um, so I, what did I do? I started personal assisting for a couple of friends. I knew that that was not, That also was not what I wanted to do. (laughs) I wanted to be more of a of a boss and and sort of run things, but I didn't know what that feel that was going to be in. Um, And so it sort of happened organically that I was organizing people's stuff that I was working for, and and you know for some reason I was offering to help people with their tax receipts and some stuff like that, which uh, at that time I enjoyed doing for some reason, even though I hate doing it for myself. (laughs) Um, And uh, one thing sort of led to another, and I started realizing that people were appreciating these skills. And I didn't know that professional organizer was a real uh, career. So I eventually found out that it was. I found NAPO online, which is the National Association of Professional Organizers, if you didn't know that. Boom, um,
0: <laughs> dropping some knowledge. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, once I found that website, I always just sort of like off to the races. I was like, this is it. Of course, you know, this has to be it. Um, and then I very fearfully uh, did it and told everyone I knew I was going to do it and then regretted that because that <laughs> meant I had to do it. And so. <laughs>
0: well, that's good. You held yourself accountable. That's the best yeah, way. Yeah, I held it.
1: myself accountable. Um, and of course, probably no one would have cared if I didn't. But we we all think that the world revolves around us. So, um, you know. And then I, and then I pulled the trigger in two thousand six, and and a lot of things have happened in the last ten years. But 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 now we're here awesome. with with a book.
0: Awesome. And have you always kind of had a sense for organizing? Were you like when you were seven? You had like the cleanest desk at school and just were, nope. knew where everything was. Okay, great. It's good to hear that you can learn this skill. Yes.
1: You can learn it for sure. And I don't even know where, where, when I learned it, I, I had a super messy room when I was a teenager and even up through college, I, you know, I'd found these like old college boxes with just a bunch of shit, just like thrown they made no sense. Um, and later after I started my business and was looking in those boxes, which wasn't that long after college, I was like, well, that's, I can't believe this is what I was like. But there were some aspects that I was always really good at. And, um, and I think it came out of a love for office supplies. Um, like I just was, I was good at, not through high school, but in college, I started to be good at just, like, keeping files and making files for any papers that had a category. So it kind of... That was one of the things that that struck me. But I thought everyone did that. I thought, well, of course, like, everyone has files. But turns out they don't. Um, so that was one of the things that I started to help people with.
0: Awesome. Yeah, files are... Always critical, I find myself. I trying to to utilize them sometimes more successfully than other times, mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm. that is yeah. It's, it's remarkable how some people just have that down to a T, um, and others are on the exact opposite spectrum.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So what yeah. would what would you what's your like number one piece of advice for? I don't want to say a hoarder because that, you know, has the, the connotation of like, you know, stacks of pizza boxes and haven't right. left your, your sofa for forever. But for someone who kind of, you know, likes to hang on to things and maybe, you know, has some receipts from years ago or, or a lot of yeah. kind of like knickknacks hanging around that they probably won't ever use. Um, what's what's your number one advice for that piece of advice? I should Well,
1: say. <laughs> well, I would say that it's. The first thing is actually just to start the sorting process because it's more of a it's it's more about going through the actual steps of what's going to actually help you start to get rid of the stuff. So you can sort of say, Oh, you know, I can give pieces of advice on certain areas of life saying, you know, we hold on to things for reasons of guilt and and you know, gifts that people gave us and, and old memorabilia that we think we need to hold on to because they make us, you know, they elicit this feeling. And we can sort of talk about those isolated issues that happen. But when it really comes down to it, the first thing you need to actually do is start digging into the stuff. And then there's, and and what I what I like people to do is have different sorting categories. So setting up for yourself little bins or boxes or bags that you have around the house, which is like, here's the donate, here's the recycle, here's the trash, here's the shredding, you know, if we're working with paper and stuff. And then just simply start picking up items and making decisions. And when you're going through that process, then those items will come up where you are then in that moment you know, making those kinds of decisions and going through the emotions, um, and deciding yes or no, or sometimes maybe, and sometimes a maybe is okay so that you can keep getting through all the other stuff. I don't know. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And do you, do you think it's, it's better for someone to kind of go maybe like a room a day, or do you think like trying to do it all, you know, bang it out all no. at once?
1: No, 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 no Okay, no. good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to bang it all out. Um, No, I think, you know, one of the principles in the book and sort of my thing overall is about small steps and imperfection and how a little better is a little better. So it's kind of impossible to do the whole house in a day, um, you know, unless you're already pretty clutter-free and live in a studio apartment. Like, you're not going to get – it's just not going to happen. So you can – you can certainly have goals of what you want to accomplish, but then you got to be gentle with yourself if, if that's not the case, because you never know what you're going to find, um, what it's going to elicit in you, and you know, obviously I want people to stay on track, but really, I think we can accomplish more if we allow ourselves to do it in smaller bites. So that can certainly mean like, you know, five hours on a Saturday digging into a garage, but it can also mean 10 minutes in a junk drawer and and being able to pat yourself on the back for that and be like, oh, I did it. That's the work. You know, I, I, it can just be that right now.
0: I like that. Yeah. That's my that's my goal for tonight. It's while I'm uh, nice. sitting watching uh, my new favorite television show. I'll... Uh... <laughs> Maybe.
1: Wait, what, what's your New Year
0: television show? So, uh, my girlfriend and I have gotten very into Impractical Jokers, which is a show on oh. True TV. Um, which,
1: oh, on True
0: TV. Yeah, which which I had, honestly, I'd never heard of, and it was at the end of an episode of Billy on the Street that I was watching, which is also totally. wonderful. Um, And just in like the little two-minute clip that ha- hung on, because you know when you DVR something, you always have to record a couple extra minutes in case... Right. You know, it starts like a a minute later or whatever. Um, And so, yeah, the show came on and it's it's basically like a a practical joke show, which I normally hate those kinds of shows. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. Jackass, like along those lines. I'm like, whatever, that's not good. But this one's different because the Joker doesn't know what they're going to be saying. Like, they're fed lines by the other Jokers on the show
1: oh that's fun which
0: is yeah so it's like a double whammy because it's like what they say is already funny and then their reaction to having to say it is mm-hmm. is even better and then at the end um whoever you know hasn't completed a challenge or whatever is on the loser board and they have to do some ridiculous punishment or else they're off the show so oh my good. god would highly recommend there's there's tons of okay. clips online so you can get a, a sneak peek if you don't want to see nice, a full nice, episode nice. But yeah, so that's awesome. a that's a, a great show to be watching while, uh, while doing some decluttering, for sure.
1: <laughs> totally. You can bring over the contents of the junk drawer and go to town.
0: And sure. um, you also have uh, some advice for downsizing um, like emails and social media. As someone yeah. who has to do a lot of work in social media, um, I would love any tips for how to avoid getting down that, you know, that Wikipedia black hole, for example. Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, so social media, social media is, 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 yeah, it's tough when you, when you actually do need to be doing it for work a lot. Um, I try to schedule as many posts as I can, uh, even though that's not always, but then I'm sort of like constantly, checking in on what I've scheduled because obviously you have to like fill in a link, like, you know, this, you know, like a, a post came out today. I obviously can't like put the link in before it comes out. Cause I don't know what the link in mm-hmm. the link is, but there's sort of this sort of baseline where you can be like, all right, I know that I'm going to need to promote that at this time. So it's sort of just like a work area where you can start to plan out the scheduling of posts, you know, I sort of recommend that for artists and entrepreneurs and et cetera. Um, But then in just in terms of the sort of daily scroll through, you Mm -hmm. know, where we're just all sort of, you know, you're sitting in the doctor's office and like all the people next to you are just like scrolling, scrolling through Facebook and Instagram.
0: Yes. (laughs) Um,
1: You know, that's about checking in with yourself about what, what you want to be filling your time with and, and potentially starting to make rules for yourself. Um, and I think rules are cool. I think, you know, when we make, you know, I say that like in adulthood, like a rule is just like deciding how you want your life to go. Um, and just being, you know, checking in with yourself of, and taking social media stock about what's actually fulfilling you. Does that feel good? Do you feel good afterwards? I mean, you know, I'll go into a Facebook black hole and I will come out of it like snap out of it and be like, oh, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel great right now, you know? <laughs> um, and sometimes, obviously sometimes it's great. So it's not about not being on social media. It's about deciding what your reasons are for being there. And then not being on it when those reasons aren't being fulfilled. I like that. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Yeah, I I, I feel like I'm I'm pretty good at avoiding the like Instagram scroll, um, mm-hmm. but I've, I've definitely seen some people get into it. Like while I I remember I went out to dinner the other night, and the table next to me it appeared to be a guy and a girl on a date, and they were both just kind of like. Instagram oh scrolling throughout the, the meal and I was like, wow, this is oh no. Very yeah, very sad, but the food was also not great. So maybe they were just trying to destroy well, themselves. Right? So. You and never know. Yeah, you never know
1: what's going through.
0: You never know. Um, and an- Another thing I wanted to touch on because our uh, office just moved recently like with you yeah. know We swamp desks and spots and all that. Um, I got to stay where I was but it was a good opportunity to look at all the crap I had accumulated over the past year, and mm. um, you know, get to get rid of some of that. Um, so, I would love to to maintain the relative cleanliness my work desk has uh, throughout 2016, and not just the first week of January. So, um, right, any right. any tips on kind of keeping your your creative space um, as you know as as clean and and clutter free as it can be?
1: Absolutely, I think that you know all you, it's a practice and it is, uh, you know, a continuous process of when new stuff is coming in, going through it, but also it's about deciding that that's for work only. So, you know, a couple things, like all the kind of stuff that's usually cluttered on it. A lot of times we just had never chose homes for those things to go. Um, whether that's, you know, extraneous office supplies or new categories of paper that are coming in or old categories of paper that are coming in so sometimes it's just as simple as you know hanging up a wall file on the wall and saying all right if I bring new stuff in it's going to go in the wall file instead of the desk something like that or a magazine file or um, a bin that lives you know on the shelf behind the desk instead of on the desk or even on the desk as long as it's just like a designated thing so it's you can kind of think of it sometimes as like a kindergarten classroom kind of mentality where you just sort of give everything a home give it a label if you need to give it a label if you need to color code it if that would help you if you're a visual person do that and just like sort of baby yourself as much as you need to in terms of being like oh this this belongs, you know, somewhere else. Um, so, yeah, I mean, usually it's just, like, supplies and, and, and paper categories. And then, I mean, we could, there's a whole other tangent uh, as to, like, papers themselves and whether those papers need action on and stuff like that, which I talk about as well. But, um, you know, ways to get rid of piles. But in terms of the daily desk stuff, just making sure all those different categories of, of clutter have, have
0: their own homes. Awesome. And do you think there's a, a certain type of kind of, I guess, like a, a desk setup um, that that seems to spark the most creativity that, and, you know, really get those creative juices flowing? Or is it just kind of a, a person by person basis on what works best for them?
1: It certainly is a person-by-person basis in terms of you know the aesthetic and if certain things inspire you you know as far as vision boards and the type of desk you have and um, you know design features and, and all that kind of stuff certainly differs from person to person. But I think that most people you know would agree that you know the actual workspace, just the sort of blank slate of it, so being as decluttered as possible and and, and appearing to be a blank slate is. Um, you know what helps me when I when I glance over because I'm just I'm not looking at other tasks you know if I glance over at my desk and there's stuff on it I'm all of a sudden my brain's cluttered with whatever that other stuff is as opposed to the thing I want to be creating
0: makes sense makes sense Um, and I, I wanted to touch on as well that you are in addition to someone helping get their lives organized also an actress um and i i don't know if you're allowed to say this but are any uh, any sets that you've been on where you just stunned at either how like how organized they were or just how chaotic they were
1: oh my gosh i've never even i've never even thought of that i mean perhaps perhaps in the moment of doing that i've i've had a little thought i'm trying to think of when people have like really had their shit together on a set um Oh, gosh, it's such a good question, but I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. Um, you know, you're usually not seeing the ins. That would really, you know, if I, if I could answer that, it would be more about, like, how things are flowing. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and does everyone feel like the productivity of it is is working out? I don't really, as an actor, you don't really see too much behind the scenes as, as far as like people's offices and stuff like that. Um, but let's say for, for, for the sake of saying something, which is actually true. <laughs> I, I do remember um, Children's Hospital being a well-working a well, a well machine.
0: Nice. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I, since you've worked with um, a, a ton of actors as well, how often are they coming up to you and being like, hey, I, you know, I'm really disorganized. I need some help. <laughs>
1: um, you know, over the years, I definitely have worked with quite a few, quite a few actors um, and people in the industry as well um and all kinds of artists you know i'm a singer songwriter as well and 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 so it's good to be able to have that perspective to help other artists with the specific things that i'm dealing with myself you know so with actors it's great with paperwork where i'm like oh yeah like i know what those sag residual looks look forms look like and (laughs) here's what you do with them, you know, staple this to this and put it in a folder called this. You know, that's been really helpful for, for stuff like that.
0: Awesome. And were there, were there anyone you worked with that, I guess it's basically the same question as a set, but the, the person themselves where you were just like, why do you have so much crap in your life? That, um,
1: uh, I'm, I'm pretty nonjudge, I'm pretty non-judgmental and, uh, so, so no. And unfortunately, I can't, I can't name, I can't name That's client fair. names That's in their yeah. whether they're celebrities or not, just because of client confidentiality.
0: That's totally but, fair. <laughs> but I
1: will say this, though, which I think is helpful for people to know, that regardless of, you know, financial bracket or level of, you know, public, public, you know, being public, that really we all have the same stuff. And I think that's helpful for a lot of people to hear. Um, you know, someone may have larger square footage, but you know, they're still getting the same kinds of mail and you know, dealing with email inboxes and have junk drawers and all that kind of stuff.
0: Makes you know. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not trying to get you in any trouble with name with oh, no, dropping. No, no, right? no, so yes, know. that's no, no,
1: no, no, we'll do that. No, of course
0: Excellent not. answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so you have an you have an album coming up as well. You mentioned that you're also a musician. Um, apparently, you there's nothing that you do not do. Um, so that's <laughs> oh god. What? So, so is that the? Uh, is there any kind of influence from what you've seen as uh, an organizer or as an actress that you put in your music, or is that something that you kind of try and keep? Uh, separate
1: it's all connected totally all connected you now I've definitely I've written songs about organizing I've written songs about being an actor I've um, you know I write songs about all aspects of my life and I really think it all feeds feeds one another um, for sure because my song you know the songwriting is the way I sort of get it all out so
0: nothing is, is off limits. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think that makes for the best songs anyway, is to.
1: Totally right. Yeah. You know, truth.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Truth or at least trying to like put yourself in, in the shoes of someone and maybe, yeah. maybe a hit comes out of that, but usually, yeah, just real life is the best, uh, best inspiration. Yeah. All right, well, I've got one more for you, because I like to wrap up with the top three. Um, Okay, cool. If if you're able to, um, I would love to hear the top three um, most unusual things that someone has held on to. Oh,
1: gosh. (laughs) Um... Oh, gosh. Um... Firearms? Okay. Um let's say uh unusual oh gosh see this goes back to like everyone has the same stuff i don't (laughs) it's rare that i find things that are like really crazy i would say like you know expired expired food even though that they already knew it was expired
0: Mm. Like it like several months or like years expired. Years. Oh Um And let's see. Uh what's the third one? This is good this is a
1: good question. (laughs) Um I would say like items from, from an old life, like, you know, um, well, that's not really that unusual actually. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's not that, it's not that weird. Things like aren't that, aren't that weird. It's just, we all have the same stuff. Can we do two?
0: (laughs) Sure. We can do two. (laughs) Two with um, the caveat of a third. <laughs>
1: let's see. This is stuff that you would think that I yeah, I mean I mean I, I totally love the idea of it, but I yeah, I guess I also want people to know that it's it's stuff that's that's not that weird. Um here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I will say, um, like multiples of the same books.
0: Okay. And not their own books that they're trying to, not their to sell. Own books. Okay, no, not fair, their own fair. Books.
1: <laughs> like that, they really want, like you know, a bunch of different copies of, of okay. the same book.
0: Yeah, I never, I never saw the appeal of that. But to each their own. I, although, as I look over at the wall, I realize I have you know, <laughs> like four of a Dude. magazine. But <laughs> to be fair, I was in it, so they sent me a bunch of copies. So that's that's the uh, Feel like slightly different at least but uh-huh. um but yeah that's that's all i've got where can people find you on the interwebs and and anywhere else
1: yes yeah, so so many places it's crazy um <laughs> just because i have so, so, too many websites um so my sort of hub website is beowulf.com and then the clutter specific website is neworderlove.com and um there's also faywolfmusic.com, but you know we're not promoting music right now, so <laughs> that doesn't need to be in there. And then on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at faywolf. Perfect. Yeah.
0: When's the next? Uh, you said one went out today. When's the next? Po- the next tweet tweet or post going out?
1: Oh gosh, I think I have a couple. A couple. Maybe one more. Maybe one more today, and then I think I'm like gonna give it like a day or so i just don't want to be like barraging people with like the book's coming out the book's coming out The book's coming. yeah yeah so maybe then i'll take a break tomorrow if i can
0: <laughs> yeah it's a it's a fine line because it's you you don't want to over over uh, barrage people but then with how many tweets come out i know every minute, it's so it's true like, it's it's tough it's so
1: true but it's tough it's tough you get
0: it but yes yes i've dabbled in the, the world of social media enough to know it's it's painful sometimes, but hopefully mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, nothing but good things ahead for you. And Faye, thank, thank you. you so much for, for taking some time to chat.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you so much. You're so lovely and I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, you are even more lovely. <laughs> thank
1: you. Thank you. All right. Um, I hope you get better really quickly.
0: I hope so too. Cough drops <laughs> and rest. It's yeah. going to be great. <laughs>
1: okay
0: good all right enjoy the rest of 2016 and beyond take care talk soon thanks Bye. bye bye thanks for listening happy new year happy 2016 kick some butt this year and remember where do you take a sick boat to the dock get after it today people